Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, prices rise on Russian rumours, multinational grain companies to exit Russia, and India extends wheat export ban indefinitely. UK prices increased £20 from recent lows following Seabot and Matif markets higher, as reports emanating from Russia hinted at a pause on exports and possible plans to buy 10 million metric tonnes into their intervention stocks. Further reports suggested that Russian prices should not go below $275 on an FOB-free onboard basis, which is close to current levels, which would effectively put a flaw in the market. This has cast fresh doubt about the size of the 2022-23 Russian wheat crop, which the USDA contend is unfeasible. In another twist, news emerged that two multinational grain companies were exiting the Russian market. Whether they jumped or were pushed is not yet clear. Speculation is rife that their interests will be acquired by Russian companies in what is increasingly looking like a move towards state control and increased uncertainty around Russia as a reliable supplier on the export market going forward. It also brings into question the future of the export corridor after the current 60-day extension has expired. Tensions are also growing in the EU, with Poland and Romania pressing for quotas and tariffs on Ukrainian imports, which have depressed local prices. India extended its ban on wheat exports indefinitely, whilst talking up their production prospects despite record heat, rains and wind. The US winter wheat crop is still suffering from drought, while spring wheat planting prospects are threatened by snowpack and cold temperatures in both the US and Canada. Heavy rains in the US Delta, eastern Midwest and the southeast may also delay maize planting. Having endured record heat, Argentina is now getting rain, which has come too late. Brazil is starting to turn dry now that the safrina crop is mostly planted, and Australia is concerned that the return of El Nino could lower production prospects significantly following consecutive stellar crops. North Africa and the Middle East remain mostly dry, as is Spain and the Balkan states. Tomorrow sees the USDA's quarterly stocks and new crop planting intentions report, which has been known to produce some surprises. Oh, I forgot to mention, China have bought 3 million metric tonnes of US maize in the last two weeks. Makes you wonder what was discussed at last week's meeting between Putin and Xi. Let the conspiracy theories begin. On to malting barley in this week's headlines, spring planting still to finish in the south, wheat futures bottomed out this week and global malting capacity is tightening. Another wet week in the south means that we still have spring barley to plant. In Europe, Denmark has not planted and neither has Sweden. However, they have until the 28th and the 15th of April, respectively. In the southern German Rhine Valley, they still have 30% left to plant. So everyone is watching this wet weather with some concern. Wheat futures seem to have bottomed out this week, but buying interest for old crop malting barley is still non-existent. There is some interest in new crop malting barley at premiums of 30 to £35 over feed, if it's possible to forget the one-off fluctuation caused last year by the war without any major spring barley crop issues, of which there are none yet, these forward values are historically high. Whilst there is still a malting production overcapacity in the world, mostly in the Northern Hemisphere, global malting capacity is tightening. The beer market still very much depends on solid global economic expansion so that recovery remains fragile in Europe.
And this week's oilseed rape headlines, well, the market makes back €51.75, positioning ahead of tomorrow's USDA report and their strength in energy markets and rival edible oils. After losing over €100 Euros in just 13 trading days, Matif Rapeseed has bounced and made back €51.75. Euros. Support has come from firmer soybeans, palm oil and crude oil. The USDA March 2023 planting intentions report is due out tomorrow, so we're likely to see some profit-taking and positioning beforehand. Yields on the first batches of soy in Argentina have been below expectations. Argentina's Buenos Aires Grains Exchange have maintained their soybean harvest forecast at 25 million metric tonnes, but did caution that further cuts are possible. Reports suggest that Argentina may need to import up to 10 million tonnes of soy, which is more than double previous years. This will come mainly from Paraguay and Brazil, with Brazil poised to supply up to half of the soybeans. Palm oil logged its sharpest daily rise in five weeks on Tuesday as it tracked strength in both energy markets and rival edible oils, along with expectations of a tightening of supply. The vegetable oils broker Sunvin Group explained how investors expect end-of-March Malaysian palm oil stocks to fall due to higher exports and lower production, and then to decline further in April due to Indonesia's export restriction until the end of Ramadan. Palm oil is currently trading at a rare premium over rivals rapeseed oil and sunflower oil, but a Reuters report explained how it's likely to be short-lived and should start trading at a discount once Indonesia eases export curbs after Ramadan. Crude oil has risen from the recent lows as fears of a global banking crisis ease, along with US crude inventories hitting a two-year low and halting exports from Iraq's Kurdistan region. UBS have commented that they think oil prices will remain volatile in the near term but still expect rising Chinese crude imports and lower Russian production to lift prices over the coming quarters. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for April at £199, May 200 feed barley for April 174 May 175 an oilseed rape for April at 397 to 402 and May 398 to 403. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.